Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What up, my homie? I'm Lisa Bilyeu and welcome to another episode of Women of Impact. Now, tell me, who amongst us all doesn't actually want to live till 100 and still remember what you walked into the room for? Well, I know that I do. And I don't just say that, guys. I actually mean it. If we can live to 102 years old, like Dr. Gladys McGarry, who I also interviewed, who is still riding her bike, who is still writing books, then you better believe I want to sign up where she got her medicine from. And so today, I'm actually so excited to have on Dr. Daniel Amen, the legendary brain scan doctor, who joins me for this Instagram Live to talk all things mental clarity, mental health, and actually more specifically, brain health. How we can take care of our brain to actually then start to work towards living to 100 and not forgetting anything. Now, I went to Dr. Amon's a few months back to actually get my brain scanned and to get the truth and a plan in place so that I can be able to live my golden years with my mind and my humor still intact. So if you're ready to join me in the future, where we remember our favorite dance moves and where we left the car keys, then when we hit 100, then stay tuned. Now leave me guys a rate and review to let me know if you are actually enjoying this content, what really resonates with you. I'm telling you, while you may not think that it makes a difference, it really, really does. And remember to join me on my Instagram live so you too can get your question answered. Go over to Instagram at Lisa Billu so that you can be a part of this. Now let's dive in with Dr. Eamon and everything brain health. Enjoy the episode. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? It's so good to see you. It is so great to see you. I was just about to say that I really have I am very goal oriented as you know and so I set a goal and I say how do I get there and so when I came across you and I'd met you and you'd been on Tom's show a big part of it was I want to live till I'm over 100 and it's very doable it's very possible there's that document series on Netflix about the blue zones I don't know if you've seen that but it's just insane and so I said okay if I actually if I actually want to live to 100 how do I get there? And so I had you on my show and I just picked your brain apart on knowing like um, what we can as as people, but specifically women, can do to help optimize our brain because the stats out there are women who have Alzheimer's is just crazy. And so I don't want to leave anything to chance. And so I came to you, I had you on my uh, my show and then you graciously had me on your show and you scanned my brain. And so today we're going to talk about A, the improvements of my brain, B, we're going to answer any people um, at home that may be watching right now that want to ask some questions. So we'll, you know, uh, have them ask you questions as well. But really talking about how we are able to optimize our brain so that we don't leave anything to chance. And I've repeated this quote, Dr. Eamon, since the day I met you and I heard you say this, because I was worried that my grandmother had Alzheimer's and she would, you know, she had dementia and she would spit on the floor. And I saw this little sweet woman turn into someone who was swearing and just wasn't able to control herself. And so I asked you, I'm really fearful that I'm going to get dementia or Alzheimer's early. And you said, Lisa, genetics are the bullet, but your lifestyle is the finger on the trigger. So true that people have way more control than they think. 
And if you have it in your family, you should be preventing it. You should be on an Alzheimer's prevention program as early as you know that. So as soon as you know it, so genes are not a death sentence, but what they should be is a wake-up call. Yeah, and you definitely woke me up yeah. because I was very honest with you about my bad habits. I'm not much of a drinker, never really have been. I've had some gut issues. But during, um, especially as my gut, my gut got really bad, like really bad for people that may not know, I was... Um, I say that my gut felt like it erupted and I could only eat about four to five ingredients for almost a year. That's ingredients, counting salt as an ingredient. And so in that, as that happened, I turned to marijuana as my healing mechanism. It helped me emotionally. It helped me not get um, overwhelmed. And that obviously turns into, a, not obviously, but it turns into a habit. And so you were very real with me, which is what I love so much about you, is that you're like, what life do you want, Lisa? And if you actually want to live to 100, then come and scan, you know, let me scan your brain and I'll talk to you about all the reasons why marijuana is bad for you. Um, so t uh, tell people a little about um, the scanning of the brain and what you notice with marijuana specifically and how that impacts the brain. So at Amen Clinics, I have 11 clinics around the country, we do a study called brain spect imaging. It's a nuclear medicine study that looks at blood flow and activity. It looks at how your brain works. And it basically tells us three things, good activity, too little, or too much. And then my job, our job, is to balance it. And we've done it for 32 years, and we've done about a quarter of a million spec scan. So when I look at your brain, it's not based on 30 scan that I've seen. And early on, I realized marijuana is not innocuous. Marijuana decreases blood flow. And anything that decreases blood flow prematurely changes the brain. And I published a study on a thousand uh, marijuana users, compared them to our healthy, every area of their brain was lower in blood flow. And I'm very concerned because as it's become legal in most places, the idea that it's innocuous has spread. And I'm, I'm worried about that. No, I don't think you should put uh, people who use it in jail. I think that's stupid and a very bad use of our resources. But but let's not say it's innocuous. Um, like alcohol is not a health food. Marijuana is not innocuous. And when we look at your brain, we could see it was older. Then you are given all of the healthy things you do to protect yourself. We can do better. And so, what happened since you saw me? So yeah, so thank you for breaking that down. I'm going to okay. You had the very real. Uh, we had the very real hard talk. The episodes on YouTube, guys. If you want to go check it out. 
um, where you were just honest. And again, I didn't want to hear it. Like my, my every ounce of my being freaking love smoking marijuana. And so it wasn't like I wanted to hear it. But again, I'm so goal oriented. And it's like, I don't want to leave anything to chance. So I wanted you and I knew that how honest you would be with me about the impact. So you took my brain, you showed me and you said, Lisa, it's older than you are. And so if you actually want to live to 100, how are you going to do that if you keep going with the habits that you have? And I love that hard talk. I need to hear that hard talk in order for me to then just take it on myself. Like this isn't a zero, this is zero judgment, guys. Like as long as you know the truth and you still choose to smoke marijuana or drink alcohol, I'm not here to judge. Like that is absolutely your life. But if you actually want to live to your 100 or maybe 90, whatever your goal is, but with a very conscious mind, without developing Alzheimer's or dementia or other, you know, deteriorative diseases, then that, you know, was very a great wake up. And so for me, the multiple things that you told me, A, you gave me some supplements that had um, omega-3. What else did the supplements, what are they that will actually have the type of bag here? So um, three supplements. They're, they're in the past. Yeah. That omega-3 fatty acids, a really healthy dough, a multiple vitamin that has 55 things, but that are easily absorbed, including B vitamins, higher dose of vitamin D, vitamin C, and then a brain boost that works in six different ways. One, to increase blood flow, to increase mitochondrial energy, uh, to sort of energize your brain, but in a healthy way. And then I gave you something called focused energy uh, because you needed better focus. And I thought you had ADHD uh, you know, based on what I saw on the scan and based on, uh, our discussion about your life. Um, and you know, like many people have ADHD, wildly successful, but more stressed than you needed to be. And then we made this fun poster. Here's your brain. Now here's your brain. If you don't stop, doing bad things for your brain. And then here's your brain. And I'd love to scan you again. It's like, here's possibility of a healthy brain, which means the rest of your life is going to be about. And so making that poster and we posted it was super fun. Yeah, and it was really interesting to see. So taking your supplements, you also told me to, told me to do the sauna. That was really powerful. And um, I believe the uh, explanation you gave was the sauna helps um, push oxygen into the parts of the brain that may not be getting it. So smoking marijuana will shut down parts of the brain. Is that accurate? And then the sauna with all the steam and the heat starts to help that circulation. Is that an accurate explanation? Yes. And saunas have been found. There's a study in JAM that said um, saunas have antidepressant effects and they have help detox our body and people who regularly are in saunas have a lower risk of alzheimer's disease and it's dose dependent the more you do it the better it seems to work yeah and that's then, i had no idea and then we talked about hyperbaric oxygen i don't know if you've done that but that can be helpful also to boost blood flow but, you know, the most important thing is, um, you know, I always say it's three things. Brain envy, you got to care about it. Freud was wrong. Penis envy is not the cause of anybody's problem. You got to 
love and care for your brain. And now you do, right? You have brain envy. I want a better brain. And then avoid things that hurt it, no the list. Marijuana is on that. And then do things that help it. So from diet and nutrients, sauna, all can be amazing to have a healthy brain. If you own your own business, when an employee leaves your company, whether on good terms or bad, it can feel, I hate to say it, but it actually can feel personal, like you and you alone are the one to blame. And it actually may even trigger you to lock down your business, not open yourself up and not actually risk trying anyone else. Like you actually would your heart after a bad breakup and avoid looking for that new partner altogether. Well, let's face it, sometimes we can do that with hires as well. And trust me, guys, I've been there. I get the thought of bringing in a new stranger into your business actually fills your heart with more anxiety than it does love and joy. But when you post your jobs on LinkedIn, you can actually feel the confidence that you will find the right person for the right job fast because LinkedIn isn't actually just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion billion with a B professionals, which makes it the best place to hire because guys, it gives you access to professionals that you actually can't find anywhere else. And so LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive, which then makes hiring with confidence easy when you have that many quality candidates. And it's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. So post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash Lisa. That's linkedin.com slash Lisa to post your job for utterly free. And of course, terms and conditions always apply. As an entrepreneur, one of the biggest challenges you will face is the negative voice in your head. You know who I'm talking about? That maybe not so small part of you that loudly doubts your abilities to actually pull the things off and make a living from your passion project. But you've got to overcome that negative voice in your head, homie, because I'm telling you, you can do it especially if you use Shopify. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From launching your business to hitting a million dollars, Shopify has got you completely covered. And with all the built-in Magic AI award-winning customer service and the internet's best converting checkout, you have everything you need to shut down the voice of doubt and make all your amazing business dreams a reality. That's exactly why, guys, I love Shopify. So if you want to start growing your business with more customers and sales, shut that negative voice down and prove her wrong that you can do it, Shopify is here for you. So go and sign up for just $1 a month with your trial period at shopify.com slash Lisa, all lowercase. Again, guys, you can go to shopify.com slash Lisa right now to grow your business, no matter where you are and what stage it's in. That's shopify.com slash Lisa. Yeah, so I have those pill packets that you gave me, the supplements that you just broke down. I have those um, where I eat breakfast. I have them every day right there so I don't forget. Like I really do have a strategy on how I make sure that I am very compliant to your your um your advice so again like when you're very busy people i understand have such busy lives put the packets where it's very convenient i also uh, schedule time on the weekend to do the sauna so i've been doing the sauna at least once a week sometimes i try to do twice a week me and my husband actually have a date in the sauna it's so fun like we just sit there and we just chat like it's so amazing um 
And then uh, I have absolutely reduced how much I smoke marijuana. And so between those three, like I dramatically, like a tenth of what I used to before I met you to now. So, you know, um, it's been such a tremendous change. And one of the things that I actually forgot to mention was part of one of the things that really impacted me was when I do my interviews. So I have a show, guys, called Women of Impact that you were on. And I was telling you that sometimes when I'm on I'm interviewing, all the lights start to really bother me. And then I start to actually get forgetful. And when you've tried to build your confidence, because you're not, uh, you know, I wasn't confident in getting in front of the camera in the first place, to then build your confidence to get in front of the camera and then have moments where I would just completely forget what I was about to say, started to knock my confidence. And so that was the last piece that encouraged me to really take your advice super freaking seriously and not just going, oh, it's another piece of advice. And so I said, just give yourself, Lisa, you know, three months. I can't remember how long it's actually been now, but I was like, just give myself three months to be very compliant to your advice and then see how I feel. And so I've been doing it and I texted you the other day and that's why we were doing this live, just letting you know how much better I feel. I feel I definitely have more energy. You having diagnosed me with ADHD actually allowed me to feel um, more accepting accepting of myself and my behaviors because I was always trying to compare myself like I don't understand why it's really hard for me to focus I don't understand why I'm always late to things you know I'd beat myself up and so even that diagnosis really did help me kind of just reframe that um and then just being consistent has allowed me to now when I'm interviewing I very rarely have uh, brain holes or whatever you want to call it you know where I'm just very forgetful and so I'm just so damn grateful for what you do, your work, especially when it comes to, you know, female brains, because that's obviously where my heart is. But like being able to really help people and give advice, um, I just really want as many people in the world as possible to listen to it. So that again, I'm going to go back to zero judgment. But if there's a way that people know how they can show up, then it gives them the tools that maybe they didn't have before. You know, we also, we should spend a little time on Erlen syndrome which I think you have, which is a visual processing uh, issue where certain colors of the light spectrum agitate you, irritate you, cause you to have symptoms like distractibility uh, or short attention span. And um, people can learn more about it at Erlen, I-R-L-E-N.com. Uh, they, they have a self-test on their website, but sometimes just wearing colored filtered lenses helps to balance the brain and your focus is so much better. Your irritability is less, your headaches are less. So anybody who has ADHD or headaches or um, they're light sensitive or depth perception is a problem. Like you can see this at people in the mall. Um, you, you know, most people just walk on escalator. These people um, are a little bit more cautious with escalator because depth perception not mm. quite as good for them. And it, it's like the closest thing to a miracle uh, that I have is colored filtered lenses. Uh, and there are Earl and screeners all over the place. But I remember that's one of the things I thought would be good for you. And, you know, I treat uh, some people on television, and when they're trying to read a teleprompter with the bright lights, it's just nearly impossible. 
for them. And they think it's them and it's not them. It's, you know, it's just their brain, um, misfire a, a bit. So, um, Thank you know, if you, if you think of all these things together that, you know, just dealing with them one by one, loving your brain, nourishing your brain, stop or decrease poisoning your brain. Uh, you have a big mission and I love you and I love your mission. And it, it's always more effective when your brain helps it. Yeah, so, so true. I love that breakdown. Um, okay, so we've got 10 minutes left. I want to make sure that we get um, some questions in your game. Absolutely. So I've got a question here. Let's read this out loud. So this is from Krizza. How can I get off social media addiction? What is actually it doing to our brain? Well, it wears out the pleasure center in your brain. Now, both you and I are on social media, so it's not the devil. It can transmit a lot of great information, but the more you're on it, you have a higher risk of anxiety, depression, and attention problem. Because every time you get excited about something, even a little bit, it produces a little bit of dopamine. Dopamine is the neurotransmitter that motivates us and is involved in pleasure. But the more you do it, you begin to wear out the pleasure centers in your brain. And so you have to do more of it, a little bit like cocaine. You know, it feels really great initially. And then you begin to use it not to feel high, but so you don't feel depressed. And so um, I would track your social media use and then give yourself a limit every day, like no more than an hour, because people who spend more than three hours on social media a higher incidence of anxiety, depression, and obesity. So none of those things are good for your brain. That's the best explanation I've ever heard about why social media is bad for you. Like there's so much messaging out there and that was so freaking succinct and very clear. Um, reason 732 why I absolutely love you. Um, okay, next question. And let's have a look here. All right. Oh, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. So this is from Sarkichi. No idea how to pronounce that. Can you speak about ADHD and binge eating disorder? Is there a correlation? There is. Mm. And uh, so there's not a big correlation between ADHD and anorexia. More with obsessive compulsive disorder and anorexia. But ADHD and bulimia, uh, they very commonly go together. And ADHD and binge eating disorder because it's the lack of control, the impulse control that goes along with ADHD. And so um, when we strengthen your frontal lobes, that's part of our goal, um, you just have better control over your eating. And I often say, I wrote a book with my wife called Brain Warriors way, which is you're in war for the health of your brain. Everywhere you go, someone's trying to shove bad down your throat that has been engineered to hook the pleasure centers in your brain. 
And so it's one of the reasons I'm a fan of intermittent fasting because you stop eating after dinner and you don't eat again until, you know, 14, 16 hours later. It sort of really helps get rid of binge eating because that usually happens at night. Wow. I never knew that. I don't think we've ever actually spoken about this, but I, I, I had binge eating disorder growing up. And so I would try and restrict, restrict, restrict my calories and then I would binge eat. And, and now, you know, you have diagnosed me with ADHD and that, I, I never put those together. Wow. Yeah. And I yeah, she eat cool. them fast as well now. Which and is- so that will help keep your weight stable. Actually helps. And, you know, with the family history of Alzheimer's disease, one of the theories is it's caused by an excess buildup of something called beta amyloid plaques. So the sticky, gooey, plaque-like substance in your brain, there's too much of it. But what intermittent fasting does is it helps your brain clean and wash itself and actually get rid of some of those plaques, which is also why sleep is really important because when you sleep, your brain cleans and washes itself. So always putting your brain in an environment of less poison and more cleaning is a good thing. So sleep, intermittent fasting, significantly decrease marijuana. We're together making your brain better. Yeah, and um, with that, and then I got the aura ring, and even just noticing how my sleep pattern has changed is just absolutely fascinating. Um, okay, I had no idea. I um, I learn from you every time I see you, Doctor Raymond. <laughs> um, okay, let's have another question. Okay, here we go. Right. So this question is from Naz Nazinsta. Um, can anxiety cause consistent dizziness, brain fog, light sensitivity? Done every test. Um, yes, but I would want to know what every test means. Uh, so Erlen syndrome clearly can cause brain fog, dizziness, and light sensitivity. Um, post-COVID can cause dizziness, brain fog, and light sensitivity. People don't really understand the long-term brain effects of COVID. Uh, when, you know, we first went into the pandemic, I had scanned people before the pandemic. And then they would tell me about dizziness, brain fog, light sensitivity, and I'd scan them again. And what we saw COVID for a high percentage of people, it activated the limbic or emotional centers in the brain. And you could just see the neurobrain inflammation. And doing things to calm the inflammation can be real helpful. In fact, if you got COVID in the next six months, you had a significantly increased risk of having a new onset psychiatric disorder like anxiety or depression. So all of us have heard about this, you know, spike of mental health issues. And I like post-COVID inflammation. And so things like omega-3 fatty acids, curcumin, quercetin, things that have anti-inflammatory effect might help. So for this woman, I would go to Erlen.com, see if she doesn't have Erlen syndrome. And, you know, even 
consider in a spec scan, because I always say, how do you know unless you look, right? I mean, you and I could have argued about the impact of marijuana on your brain until we looked at your brain mm-hmm. and then we went, your brain's older than you are. And like, no, no, that's not a good thing uh, for you. And so I think imaging is just so important. Yeah. Thousand percent agree. Okay, I think we've got time for another question. This is from um, Nikandal. I'm terrible at reading names. Apologies, guys, if I butcher it. How could people get ADHD? Cure symptoms also, please. So there are five primary symptoms with ADHD: short attention span, right? Attention deficit disorder, but not for everything. It's short attention span for regular routine, everyday things schoolwork, homework, paperwork, chore. The things that are new, novel, highly stimulating, right? People can pay attention just fine. And you probably notice for things I'm really engaged and I'm fine, but don't ask me to pay the bill or don't ask me to sit and read something that's more than three pages. Um, Easily distracted. People are ADHD see too much, they hear too much, they feel too much, they sense too much, so they get easily distracted. They tend to be more disorganized um, for space or time, which is why you're late, because you actually don't start getting ready to go until in your brain you're like, oh my God, right? You need that uh, tension, that stress in order to get things which is chronically stressful. Procrastination, they put things off until someone's mad at them, and then issue. You know, they might say things they shouldn't have said or do things that they later regret. And if you have two, three, four of those, probably should get screened for ADD. Where does it come from? It's genetic. Uh, You know, I mean, if you have an injury to your frontal lobe, if you've been poisoned with, you know, lead or mercury, but by and large, it's common from your mom or from your dad. It's so heritable that, you know, if I'm seeing a kid and neither mom or dad say they have it, uh, I'm looking at the kid to see if they look like the parents. I mean, it's literally that heritable and, you know, cure, no, but healing, absolutely. I wrote a book called Healing ADD. Um, there are clearly things you can do to make it worse, right? Marijuana, alcohol, bad food, social media that we discussed, hitting soccer balls with your head, all of those will make ADD or ADHD worse. But there are clearly things you can do to make it better. Focusing on sleep, omega 3 fatty acids have been found to be helpful. Uh, Rhodiola, one of my favorite supplements, uh, magnesium can help. And you have to make sure you don't have an iron deficiency. So one of the reasons I had you send me your lab, people who have low ferritin, iron storage, have a much higher incidence of anxiety, insomnia, and ADHD. Dan, why is that? Um, because you need iron in order to focus. You need, because it gives you healthy blood flow to your brain. Mm. 
Dr. Ayn, I honestly could speak to you forever. Your advice is so profound and impactful. You are changing lives every single day. And it is a true honor for me to be able to, you know, call you a friend and be able to have you on this IG Live and just give so much wisdom. Where can people find you, all the work you're doing, and what do you focus on now that people can go and check out? Well, thank you so much. I have a brand new book uh, called Change Your Brain Every Day written in large part for my ADHD friends. It's 366 short essays on the most important things I've ever said. And you do it with just a page a day. And so it's super easy to get through. Um, people can find uh, information about our clinics at Amen, like the last word in prayer, clinics.com, amenclinics.com, or follow me on social at Amen. Amazing. And people are asking, are we going to save this? We are. And I also am going to release this on audio on my podcast, Women of Impact. And if people want to see me and you together, they can go check out my episode with you on Women of Impact on YouTube. And then I am on your show. What is your YouTube address? So it's a uh, Amen Clinic. And the show is called Scan My Brain. Now we have like 130 episodes. We're really excited about it. It's so good. You're doing such a great job. I love watching it. It's so impactful. You cover so many different things. Um, and again, thank you so much for joining. I so appreciate you and love to the white. Great. Thanks, Lisa. Guys, thanks for joining. Appreciate you all. Bye, Take care. Bye. Bye.